0: All right, you know what it is, you know who it is. We're back, episode 37 of the fight cast. Got a lot of stuff that went down this past weekend. A couple good fights in the UFC. Well, main fight in the UFC was pretty good. Um, got it wrong again. Just uh, I got a curse right now. Um, then we also had boxing, we got a nice upset in our, in our eyes, at least, and uh, we'll, we'll break that down. we Got some uh good fights, uh, good fight in the UFC coming up this weekend, and then we have uh, yeah, the the, the Paul versus Woodley fight, which we'll uh figure out a way to talk about, um, in one way or another. But so, right now, uh, UFC, we had Gaslam versus Cannoneer, it was a great fight, honestly. It It was a really good fight from start to finish. Um, Cannoneer walked away with it towards the end. And I think that he did a lot during the fight that I was not expecting because I've seen him fight a couple times and the times that I have seen him fight, he was very much stagnant and kind of like didn't throw a lot. And, you know, even this fight he got caught or he got put in some positions where he wasn't throwing a ton and Gaslam, I I don't know. He's I've seen him obviously at his peak and I think his peak was definitely Izzy. Uh, when he fought Izzy, that was a, a war, and he almost beat Izzy. And he was the closest I think anybody's gotten to beating Izzy. And I don't count uh, Blahovic because I think Blahovic was a mismatch from the start. Um, but anyways, every fight since then, Gaslam's kind of like even the fights he's won, you know, he's shown flashes of greatness, but he doesn't do enough, and not even to like because you know I work with the guy, but like. He worked with Phil in the last fight that he won, I believe. And uh, that was against Heinisch. And he looked great. And physically, he looked great. He moved well. He was strong. And from what I've seen the last three fights, and he hasn't worked with Phil, I think he's kind of changed things up. His body doesn't look the same. His movement doesn't look the same. And he's becoming this dude that they're saying every single fight, Gaslam's tough. He's a tough guy. He's got a chin. You know, like the thing that Jake always says, like when you start getting talked about how tough you are, you know you're not in a good spot, um, and and that's continuously what happens with him. Um, he just gets hit a lot. He doesn't move his head, and he just he he looks to have spurts of greatness that he gets uh, that get lost in like his clumsiness on defense. And I don't know I don't know exactly how else to describe it. Um, but cannonier looked really good. Gasol has a chin. He got dropped basically three times. Um, but towards the end of that fight, it was, it was, you know, I, I think going into the fourth, it was three, one, and then into the fifth, um, or into the fifth, it was three, one into the fourth, you know, I think that it was getting, you know, handily. And I think that the live odds even showed it that like, um, Gaslum was like heading towards the plus 400. So win that fight and Cannoneer was like creeping up towards the minus 300s, um, for live odds. And I think that was, that was the tail of the fight. It was you know, Cannoneer was doing everything that he needed to. He was landing his punches, even though he did get caught a couple times. And um he, he's kind of in that same boat. You know, like I said, he gets caught in these, like, lack of defensive uh skills, and he just kind of, like, leaves his head out after he throws punches and had a couple, you know, situations that he got out of that really could have been bad where Gaslam would – uh I think Gaslam stunned him on a – I want to say it was a right hook because um, he kept throwing this little, like, slap check hook and he kept catching him, and he caught him and he turned his back and then gasoline got his back and then like let go for some reason didn't even go for a takedown and uh Cannonier, like took two steps forward without even facing gasoline which was like an ugly sequence in general um and it could have really led to something bad because gasoline i don't know what gasoline was doing either but like could have caught him could have kicked him could have punched him when he wasn't looking so not really sure what he was doing there but um I think with this win, there's a couple things that happened. Cannoneer definitely put himself up there. And I think, you know, again, Izzy has talked about fighting uh, Cannoneer in the past, but there's a couple guys that are now like coming up that I think that Cannoneer did this too late to get in with Izzy. One, Darren Till's fighting in two weeks, and I think he's going to beat Brunson. And I think once he beats Brunson, his name automatically goes to number one. And then you know, Izzy's gonna fight Till. And then I think what will happen is, uh, you know, Cannoneer's name will be in there for maybe one or two more fights down the line. You know, that's looking like probably early to middle of next year. And um, you know, I don't I don't know that. in Cannoneer's 37 right now, going on 38. You know, I don't know when his birthday is exactly, but that's that's a very high age to be fighting someone like Izzy and with his kind of stagnation, he's not very sharp. You know, I don't, I don't think Izzy is the best fight for him. Um, I think it would be cool to see a different name and a different like style Um, because he looked really good physically. Like he looked in shape. Some of the best I've seen him look in shape and um, he he did everything he needed to do. Now on Gaslam's end, I think that, um, and I said last week when I talked to gas or talked about gas on that he's kind of turned into somebody who's like, since that Izzy fight, he's been right on the border of being like good, but not great. And I think with this fight, this kind of proves that, that he had his moments, but when someone's on, he's just not, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have enough. He doesn't have the intangibles. He doesn't have the, the skill. He doesn't have the wrestling, whatever he needs. He just doesn't seem to have it. He's good at everything, but he's not great. And I think this kind of puts Gaslam in a uh, gatekeeper phase now. I really think, like, I don't think he's going to get another title shot because I really think that um, with that loss, he's, he's too far out now. He doesn't do too much to get back. And I don't think the guys that, you know, after losing to Whitaker, after losing to Cannoneer, like those guys, he's, Izzy's about to fight Whitaker, and then he's going to fight Till, and then I think he's going to fight Cannoneer. So, and that's if everything goes perfect, but – Um, I think Gaslam's kind of at that phase now where he's just a name in the division that people are going to fight to try to get to Izzy because he was, you know, the hardest fight Izzy had. He's on Izzy's resume. You know, Gaslam has a resume. He's beat a lot of people. So, you know, I think that he's now stepping into that role of a name in the division that you have to beat to get to Izzy and people continue to do it. So I like Gaslam as a fighter. Um, I think three fights ago, he looked really good. And then, like I said, over the last few fights, it's just been kind of like a slow, dive down and each fight he's looked physically a little bit worse, which was the thing that's like, you could see going into the fight. Um, there's nothing against like his overall skill. Cause I think he's, you know, like I said, a great fighter. I think he's just a little bit past his prime and physically he's just not putting in the work that he needs to be to, to stay there. Um, but yeah. So like I said, it, I think it was a really good fight. I think Cannonier is next in line for Izzy. And, uh, and I, I, I just don't know when that's going to be. Cause I think Izzy's got, other people ahead of Cannonier that deserve to be ahead of Cannonier, And, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward, like I said, last week, Darren Till's fighting, I think in uh, two weeks, I believe. And, uh, yeah, two weeks. So September 4th, um, that's going to be a banger. And I'm excited. And uh, I think that's going to tell a lot as to where Izzy goes in the future. So this weekend, we got Edson Barbosa versus Gija Chig. Chikatsi uh Cicazzi's up and coming, he's really good. Uh he's 13 and 2. Barbosa's 22 and 9. And uh he's 35, but he has looked really good uh in his last couple fights and I I I think that the last fight really sealed the deal just like looking at this fight overall. Um Barbosa looked so good in his last fight. He was he was sharp, he was his kicks were phenomenal. His, uh, his punches were sharp. He looked physically like just strong. And I think that, uh, he's really right now, I think he's coming into like this little second wave. I don't think he's ever going to fight for the belt, but I think right now, you know, he's getting pushed into kind of what I just talked about with, uh, gasoline, like this gatekeeper ish role in this division. But I think that, um, just how he's been fighting in the last few weeks or the last few fights that he, has what it takes, and he – so he used to fight in the lightweight, which was 155, and he went down in weight, which you usually don't see towards the end of your career. It's the same thing with Jose Aldo. Um, Jose Aldo was the featherweight, and he went down to bantamweight uh, as 135. And you, you usually don't – like, you just usually don't see that as guy's age. Usually it's the opposite where, you know, they were a 155, then they get into 170, and then they – you know, if they make it that long, it's, it's fast – or uh, heavier than that. But Barbosa, he's got all the skills, you know, he's looking physically better. And each fight, like I said, the last two fights, he's looked really good, this last fight, especially, he was just on point. And uh, I, I think what's going to happen here is I think he's going to overwhelm uh, however you say this guy's name, giga Chikazzi. And I think he's going to use his kicks because that's what Barbosa is known for. He's got some of the filthiest and hardest kicks in the UFC and I think he's just going to overwhelm him. I think he's got a gas tank physically. So saying that, he's probably going to get knocked out in the second round. But he is – I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win handily. I think it will be a decision. I think it will be a five-round decision. And I think he's going to bring himself up into, uh, into the division again uh, in terms of – I don't think he'll ever get a title shot, but I think he'll be in a couple bigger fights moving down the line. He's only 35 which is kind of old, but and he's been around for a little bit, but I still think he's got everything moving forward, and I think he's going to handily win this fight. So I'm going to go with Edson Barbosa, unanimous decision, five-round fight, and uh, yeah, and then on top of that, I haven't really watched any of it this year, but The Ultimate Fighter, uh, I guess they're finishing that on the night of the fight, and they're going to be crowning that as well. So if you have watched that, and uh, check that out. I think it's Brian Battle versus Gilbert Urbina. And uh, I think it'll be uh probably be fun to watch. I'll watch it, see how it goes. Maybe I'll check out the ultimate fighter beforehand if I can. But uh yeah, so Edson Barbosa, unanimous decision. And uh yeah, I think that's I think that's it for the UFC. I don't think there's an oh oh no, it's not. So um MMA news, I guess. Uh if you don't know the PFL, so the PFL is called the Professional Fighting League, I believe. Um, it's MMA. It's a new promotion that's out. That's trying to like change things up a little bit. I like the ideas. I don't know that they'll be around that long. Cause they're handing out like heavy purses and like a million dollar fights each time that I don't know. I, I guess, I guess being a new promotion, I don't know if they have the money or they got somebody who's got the money, but, um, they have some good talent on there and they've gotten, uh, some good fighters to go on there and fight. Um, Rory McDonald was one of them. And anyways, but Kayla Harrison, if you haven't heard of this girl, She's a beast. Uh, she's basically running through the PFL. You know, I, I don't know that she's, I think she's too good for the PFL. She, she's kind of like a, a Ronda Rousey on steroids. She's a judo champion, like two time gold, uh, Olympic judo champion. I believe she's, I don't know her belt. I don't want to say her belt, but I'm, I believe she's a pretty high rank jujitsu girl, um, with some wrestling background as well, or it might be vice versa. It might be wrestling background with some jujitsu, um but she's head and heels best in that division in the pfl and she won again on thursday night i believe the pfl was and the pfl what they're essentially known for is they have this system of like a playoff for fighting so essentially there's like a regular season and then they go into a playoffs for the fighting based off like points which i don't really know how that works because there's a lot that can go wrong within fighting so it's
1: the dumbest thing ever.
0: yeah yeah uh have you ever like actually looked into it
1: no, but it's the dumbest thing i ever heard because like styles make fights. Like, yeah. so it's not like team sports where it's like, Oh, you know, this team beat this team. They move on and then they beat this team. Like it's different when fighting like yeah. for someone who loses in the first round might beat whoever wins the champion. It's, it's a dumb idea for fighting.
0: Yeah. So whatever they're doing, I don't know, but Kayla Harrison's making a name for herself. She looks good. And I honestly believe that she would give Amanda Nunez a run for her money. Um, I hope that that happens. I think she needs to leave the PFL. And I think the UFC, if they're smart, would try to make that happen as soon as possible because she's doing everything right. She's got the skills she's got. But she's you know. getting
1: paid millions of dollars there. Why would she go to UFC to make, uh, you know, 20,000?
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. Um,
1: if she's win- if she's yeah. running through everyone and she's a champion yeah. and she's getting paid more money, why would you go to the UFC?
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess at that point it's up to her competition level, but you're right, like why? But she's got everything she needs uh, to to be there. I just want to see her fight Nunez and Shevchenko because I think that would be fucking awesome. But uh, but yeah, so she's been crushing it. uh, And even Khabib was saying she's, you know, she's crazy good. She's got everything you want in a fighter. And uh, I'm excited to see her grow and and see her continue to fight. And just, I I hope she's, uh, I hope the UFC will pay her. That's all. Because I want to see her. What friend.
1: would be cool is if MMA, uh, if the organizations uh, will sort of form like boxing.
0: Well, where, the like, thing is. You is have more... good, You'd
1: have the UFC belt, the PFL belt, the Bellator belt. You know what I mean?
0: Well, they should. And like they've talked about it because uh, Bellator has a bunch of guys that are pretty good. But AJ McKee is like was the one like the last one who just kind of said this. He doesn't want to go to the UFC. And I don't know. I don't know specifics. It's probably because of money. And he called out Max Holloway. He wants to fight Max Holloway, and he was like, "I'd love to fight Max Holloway for like a that type of belt, like a you know a, a championship belt of like cross promotion." And yeah. I think that's on the horizon. Um, I, I think the only reason really that they wouldn't is just because of how, in my eyes, how big of a difference uh, UFC has right now in terms of like the audience uh, of fighting. But I think if if PFL and Bellator can keep the guys that they have that are coming up, like the Kayla Harrisons and the, and Bellator can continue to, you know, get people from the UFC to come over, or they still have, now they have Yoel Romero, they have Pitbull, they have AJ McKee, like these up and coming stars where it can really start to make sense to say, Hey, listen, you know, Kayla Harrison's running through everybody in the PFL, you know, and she's the winner. Like who wants to fight her for the, the PFL belt? Uh, or she goes and take whatever, like what, how, like you said, however they do it in boxing,
1: and then yeah. unify the belts. It'd be sick to see a triple right. champ
0: unify the belts in all three divisions, at, or in all three promotions at that division. Uh, yeah. That's definitely a cool idea. Obviously. Yeah,
1: would be cool. You have, you have undisputed, undisputed MMA fighters instead of oh, an undisputed UFC champ. Or and I'm sure player. that
0: if that happened, that would have to change things up financially, right? Like in terms of...
1: Well, yeah, I mean, what you would end up doing is because basically the organization would then be the promoter, Yeah. right? So in boxing, you have the, the the organizations that have the belts and they have their own ranking system and all that and they have a roster of fighters. And then you have the individual promoters who promote these fighters. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in MMA, it would be like, okay, UFC is an organization with a belt and their own ranking system, but they're also promoting this fighter that's on the roster. Um, so they would have to just like boxers two promoters get together they work out a deal based on the fighter the money they bring in who's going to get what end you know what i mean
0: yeah
1: and obviously so ufc has the bigger audience so they probably have more leverage in a deal like this but if an organization like bellator is like well this is what we pay our fighters and you're going to have to you know yeah. meet us toward the middle with the the, the purse for the fighter And that seems like where there would be a problem because UFC, um, obviously has a business structure that has worked for them. They become a multi-billion dollar company, but they become that way by shitting on their fighters. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I I think that would be interesting. And I, I didn't, I didn't even think about it because I don't know. I didn't ever ever think about that. It's kind of like boxing regardless, but, um, there might be a smart thing for the fighters to push but we'll see. But anyways, I hope it happens. Cause I'd love to see some cross promotion fights. Um, and then really kind of show cause like, there's always been that argument is like, are the UFC guys better than the Bellator guys or like really like how big of a difference is there in that division or in the promotions and then the PFL coming up, there's always these other little promotions as well. It'd be really cool to kind of see. Um, yeah. but that's it for the UFC this week. Uh, no, no other big news. I don't think moving forward. Um, Anthony Smith and Ryan Spann got announced for September 18th. And then next big fight we got like pay-per-view is a Volkanovski versus Ortega and then Valentina Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy, along with the comeback of Nick Diaz, along with, uh, Robbie Lawler. So, um, yeah. Boxing.
1: Uh, well, there was, uh, the only fight I picked last weekend, which I got wrong, was the Pacquiao-Ugas fight. Um, and there's really not much to say. I mean, we hadn't seen Pacquiao in two years or almost yeah. two years or a little over two years. I mean, um, and in two years, it seemed like five years. When yeah, he, looked, he looked legs. old. Yeah. Um, he lost his balance a few times, which is something you never seen Manny do. Yeah. Um Uh, because i'll be honest i found this i haven't sparred in like a year and a half and i sparred one of my clients the other day just like light stuff and i could see the guy's punches coming a mile away but physically my reflexes aren't there i couldn't get out of the way and i was getting caught with like dumb shit yeah and that's just age there's nothing you can do about it like you could see pacquiao that he's doing the right things that his mind is there but his body's not doing what he's telling it to do um and it was unfortunate because, I mean, otherwise, we saw the same old Manny
0: Yeah, he
1: moving in and out nice. But then there, there came a time where, like, he would move in and then it would be, like, two three seconds too late for him to move out. Yeah, And then there were a couple of times where he was moving out and he had to, like, hop on one leg to regain his balance, which we never see. Because um, I'll be honest, man, Ugas is like now yeah. Ugas is calling out Spence and, and probably, Ugas is not good.
0: Yeah.
1: He's a slow fighter. He's a uh, very – he's a very uh, – one of these guys that you hear me say a lot, he's a vanilla fighter. He's got m- not a whole lot of variety to his game. Um, decent. I mean, he's a tough guy. He, he, he looks like he g- can hit kind of hard. Um, he's got a nice stiff jab, but he's a vanilla fighter. Um, and it, I, I think it just came down to, like, to Manny's age. I think yeah. age is called up to him Because Manny's legs, uh, like, along with his punching power and his speed, but, I I mean, let's be honest. With his punching power and speed, the way that it's always been, but with his arms being so short, he would never – he would not be at where he's at without his legs. Without being able to move his feet the way he does, he wouldn't be able to get in and out because he's got such short arms. So without his legs, he's just not Manny. And it just looks like his legs are gone.
0: Yeah, I thought he looked old. And then he kept getting hit with, like, the right hand. And he was just, like – it was just, like, he kept leaving his – like, he'd step away. And I almost feel like it's – maybe it was that. Like, I – because, like, I did notice the balance thing. But, like, he just kind of, like – maybe he thought he was farther out than he was each time because it just looked like it was something where he's, like, all right, I got in. I'm getting out. But then, like, every time he got out, he was, like, right in distance with the right hand.
1: Yeah, dude, listen. That's one of those things, man. Like, I'm telling you, it's it's just the age thing. It's, like – I. Manny's whole thing is move in, land eight, nine, ten shots, move out. The guy takes a step. You take another step back, another step back, then you step back in. And he was going in, landing his shots and then stepping out and then getting hit and then getting hit again and then stepping back. It was just one of those things that I, 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 I attribute it to age because I feel it now. And I, I felt it like the past couple of years, like sparring, not having been competitive, yeah. Um, the things that I used to the way that I used to move my feet and then getting in there and it's like, I don't think this guy can hurt me. And I don't really have it in me to move my feet again. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to stay here. And I'm going to take this hit. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I just, I think it's age, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like, that kind of gives you, it sucks. Kind of gives you a little bit of insight of probably what would have happened had he fought Spence. And I think that Spence yeah. would have probably, at that point, the way he looked, Spence probably would have dropped him. At some point. Yeah,
1: Spence is a lot, lot smarter, a lot more technical, and a
0: lot stronger than him. Yeah. so I think that I hope you know. I, let me say this: I don't think Pacquiao will, um, you know. I hope he kind of hangs it up soon. Um, I think there's too many big money fights for him out there that I don't. I don't think he's that type of fighter, but I think his cause and what he wants uh, will drag will drag him into some of these other money fights. Like I still. You know, see him fighting Connor at some point. I still see him fighting like those types of fights, maybe one or two just for yeah. the money.
1: I mean, at some point this shit's gotta stop. Like, people gotta stop paying for this shit. I mean, who the fuck wants to see Man and Pacquiao and Connor McGregor box? Yeah, I, I mean, know. how is that even a thing?
0: I don't know. The I mean, can't
1: fight in his own fucking discipline right now. Yeah, I mean, he's so bad that he's going in there getting like rocked in the first 30 seconds of a fight in his field. Yeah. You guys got no business putting boxing gloves on.
0: Yeah, And
1: Manny Pacquiao, look at the we I mean, he's old.
0: Yeah. He's old. Well, that's why i you know, I just don't see Pacquiao obviously no longer can compete at like the highest level, which is it's fine because he's old. You know, he's yeah. what 47, right? 42. Oh, 42, sorry. So 42. So like he's getting there. he
1: fighting since he was like six miles.
0: It's miles yeah. and miles and miles. This is a this is a fucking 30-year-old car with Peak mileage on a fucking engine. The guy's and, been
1: in some fucking wars. Yeah. Some real wars. He's yeah. one of the
0: best boxers of all time. And like like Jake said, you can see it. Like his style just doesn't translate to age because of how small he is. And you need that quickness in and out. He's still, like, and you can see it. Like when he stepped on the gas a little bit, you can see the combos. You can see the, the hands flying. Hand speed they just, is still there. It just they, weren't they effective. power is still there. Yeah.
1: They, you can see a couple of those Shots at Lana. Ugas snapped his head back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just legs are gone. Yeah. So I think that, you know, moving forward, Ugas, like Jake said, I think he's, you know, he's gonna have his fight. He's gonna get his fight, probably. But like, yeah. you know, he's I think Spence is gonna wash the dude. And then whatever happens from there, he's just gonna go back into so he better enjoy it. That's all. Better enjoy it for the for the time being. Um, then I think, uh, I don't know if there's any other fights that night, right? That was the only one you picked?
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't pick any. Victor Ortiz and Robert Guerrero fought to a, uh, I don't know, a shit show. <laughs> Guerrero won the fight, but I mean, like, it was just, I uh, Like, these are guys who have been in the ring, like, in the last few years, and even they looked like they just shouldn't be there yeah. and, like, you know, now in a few weeks, we got Oscar De La Hoya box. It's like, this is not fighting is not for everybody. And as much as I'm pleased with the fact that boxing has become super popular in the U S again, along with all fighting, uh, it's now spilled over. Like it's had a, a, a psychological effect on American fans. Like everyone thinks that they can fight now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and i'm tired of it yeah uh, because then uh you know even again even guys that used to fight don't have it in them anymore are like you know what you got me all pumped up i'm all jazzed i'm gonna go in there and fight now at 50 years old it's no one no one gives a fuck
0: yeah you no know? it's, a, it's a tough situation i think a lot of these guys get forced into it like like we've said multiple times because they don't know how to spend their money and they, that's the only thing they know. So it's well, like, well,
1: that, but it's not like I've said this before too. When you're a fighter, that shit, like that mentality never leaves you. Yeah. It never leaves you again. Cause again, like, like I'm 39 years old and I, you know, I'm an adult, but I feel like I want to fight people all the time. Like, like I'm a kid or something. Right. I mean, it's just yeah. the mentality. I want to fight all the time, but physically I can't, yeah. I can't go out talking shit to people all the time now because I can't physically do it anymore. Yeah. So you, you, someone around these people needs to tell them like, dude, you can't do this anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: I get it. You know, it's in you, the fighters in you, but some, there are other forces. Again, with a guy like McGregor, you had a hunger. You got a hundred million dollars. Hunger's gone now. You're trash. Go live your life. Oscar De La Hoya, you're 48 years old. You got no fucking business doing it. Leave the shit alone, man. Leave it alone. And, and, and again, like sometimes it's not even about money. It's just that someone mentions it, like, "Hey, you know, you fought. You want to fight? Well, yeah, of course I do. Yes. Well, let's start training. You know." And it's like no one's like, "Hey, yeah, no, no, that's a bad idea." No yeah. one. Yeah. Everyone, everyone around him that you know, TV executives and promoters, are like, "Yeah," because they 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 see dollar signs, yeah. and fans are, are sometimes just a little too uh, overzealous with what they think they want to see
0: well i was gonna say I, was, of course, I think a lot of it is that too is like you know i even talked to uh you know one of my good friends now is maureen Shay and like she always talks about it because she hasn't fought in a while and they've asked her but there's other reasons why but like you know she's always like her friends are always like i want to see you fight i want to see you fight like i want to see you fight and she's like i get it like i get it but it's just like you know at some point you, you gotta put it away. Like it's yeah. like, it's there, it was there, it's in the past. And like, whether you got it or not, it's like, just let it go, <laughs> you know?
1: You, you, you have to be aware enough of yourself to- well, I think it's, and
0: like, do it anymore. this will be a good segue because I think that and we can briefly touch on it, but like you kind of said before we started this is that there's people now who are paying Stupid money to see stupid fights, yeah. and when you when you couple that with the fact that like social media is out there and there's like you said the fighters are in fight like the fight is in fighters, and then someone's like hey I'll give you X amount of dollars if you come out and fight, that's how you end up with the fucking Jake Pauls all this shit because you know you get people like Ben Askren you get people like now Tyron Woodley you get people like these fucking other fights on Triller or whatever like. Don't know these guys, right? And half of it, like you said, is like it's people, and I think you said this before we started it, and that's why I said to save it, but like everybody thinks they can fight now, so then and they can just know a guy who knows a guy and get on Jake Paul's card, and all you need to have is a couple thousand followers and you know some extra money in your back pocket, and you'll you can get on any card that you want nowadays, instead of being like, Oh, you know, like this kid's actually good. should have him fight or like these kids are actually like up and coming people we should have them fight so there's you know notoriety and build a name up instead it's like who's already built their name up who's going to bring us money and whoever they want to fight they could fight a fucking lamp if they wanted to and they're going to sell it
1: and and the thing is that a guy like jake paul uh you know I, i fully expect woodley to to knock him out um but like Once Jake Paul does get knocked out, more than likely he's going to stop doing this. He's going to stop this act, this bad guy act, this, oh, I got a hit list of all these fighters, because it's not in him. It's real easy to say, like, yeah, I'm boxing's new, I'm I'm the future of boxing, when you're winning, and you're too stupid or too arrogant to realize that your wins don't mean anything in terms of boxing, but it's like, it's real easy to keep that going. Like, yeah, I'm a fighter. Well, Cause you're winning. It feels good. But once that reality hits, you're like, Oh, this is what fighting is. You're, you're gone because the fighters you, you, I mean, I think you obviously have to have like a deep anger and hatred and you have to have a, uh, a, a, willingness, not even more than a willingness. You have to have a desire uh, to participate in violence, right? On a, a, a frequently. Um, and that's part of why it stays with a fighter after they get too old. There is there's just something inside of them that says, I need to punch someone in the fucking face or I need to kick someone or put someone in the show. There's just something inside some people, right? Fighting is not for everybody. And the, the most shameful part, the whole thing is that when a guy like Jake Paul does lose, he's just going to go back to being rich from doing whatever he
0: was doing before. And go bother selling sports. sport. And
1: none of, none of the fans are going to, you know, they're not going to care. They're still going to follow him doing that because they don't they don't care about the fight. They just care about the show.
0: Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? And the problem is fans now, they can't separate the show from the actual fight and and that's what sucks yeah because there are people that are there for the fight to their to fight and train to fight and they're on the undercard of the show and they get overshadowed um that's what i got a problem
0: Uh, yeah and i think that like you know I, I I personally, like, and we've said this, but, like, Jake Paul obviously hasn't. In, and you can weigh this however you want. Like, I don't think he's ever been in, a, like, a tough fight in his life. Like, so to say that, like, he's.
1: I, I'd be willing to bet that he's never, he had never been in a fight uh, before the first time he stepped in a a ring to spar. Yeah. With one of those mailmen that they heard before he started doing this. Yeah. I don't think and he's like, ever
0: been in a street fight in his life. Well, and and on top of that, it's like even you know, he's he's never struggled in life, really. He's never struggled, you know. Little rich suburban white kid. He's got no and like he got success quick. Like he was young, he was maybe 13 when him and Logan, you know, really popped off. And uh, they've carried it, which is good. They're smart. They're they're smart kids, like they're smart people. Um, but to say that he's struggled at anything other than like giving himself problems in life, because you know, he's probably never had any actual problems to see. Like, I just, I just, I, cause I've never, I've never been in, in like a, a, a boxing, like a fight like that, I guess. So from, from hearing it from you, but like seeing it and it's like, he's hasn't struggled in the ring yet. Like once, there hasn't been one second that he went into the ring and like questioned himself. And I think that like Woodley is going to make him question himself At at the least, whether Woodley wins or not, I think that Woodley is going to make Jake Paul question himself at some point in the fight.
1: Yeah, because here's the thing. Woodley has the ability, the skill, and the mindset to physically hurt Jake Paul. Yeah. And it's at that moment when you get physically hurt, when you get caught with something, if your mind is like, in your mind you're like, yeah, hey man, I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not going to let him hurt me. I'm about to hurt him. Or you go, I don't really like doing this. Yeah. You know, like I said, I think that
0: you know I think that Tyron Woodley is obviously, you know, he's, he's not a boxer, but he's a different level of fighter. Like he, he is. A, shots. And he's been there. Like yeah. Ben Askren, again, he's a fighter, but he's never. I don't want to say he's never been there, but like he's never in been in that type of fight. Really, like, he's just, like, Woodley's been in, he's a championship level fighter, one of the best fighters in the history of the UFC in terms of the welterweight division. And, you know, he's he's one of those dudes. So I think that he's got the skill, he's got the physical, the looks, and he's got the physical capabilities to, like, really step on Jake Paul's toes, like, right from the beginning. Whereas, like, you saw Ben Askren step in, he looked like a fucking sack. Like, yeah. Woodley's going to come in. He's going to be jacked. He's going to fucking – he's going to have the speed. And Woodley – and I still think people underestimate them because I think half of these people never actually, like, really watched Tyron Woodley besides, like, the last, you know, maybe two or three fights of his career. Um, but he's fast. Like he is a fast fucker. And he's got some fast hands, and he throws bombs. And, like, it's just that right there that he throws bombs. And, like, you can talk about the other end. You can say that Jake Paul's, like – like good and whatnot, but like, you know, Woodley throws bombs. He's just as big. He's definitely faster. He's definitely stronger. The thing it's going to come down to is is Jake Paul, you know, just technically more gift. Or I wouldn't. I'm not even gonna say gifted. Technically better at boxing than Tyron Woodley because Tyron spent his whole life in MMA.
1: Yeah. Um. I the answer. my, my answer is I don't think so. I don't think he's technically better. Even though Tyron Woodley is not great at their own punches, like, again, technique-wise. Like, he, he, can, he can throw shot, heavy shots. He can knock a dude out, that's for sure. But uh, technique-wise, in terms of boxing, like, obviously, he's not polished. Like he, he's never done this before. Um, the, but the thing is that at least Tyron Woodley is a guy who has been in situations where he's had heavy shots thrown at him. And, again, he just like every other guy in the MMA, doesn't move his head yeah, but at least he's aware of it. And he, even if he does use the high guard, at least he he has an awareness of, uh, of how to defend himself. Yeah. Uh, where no one that Jake Paul has been in there with before has known how to do that. And that's and that's right. And, I mean. and and to, uh, unless Jake Paul knocks him out with the first shot, Woodley is going to return fire. Mm-hmm. That's something that uh Jake Paul has not had to deal with. Yeah, you someone returning fire. And Jake Paul only throws a one and a two, a very ugly looking two. And he looks at the ground when he does it. So, I, man, I forget. Woodley is man. Who's Woodley training with though?
0: He's been training with. Uh, I mean, he trained with Floyd for a little bit. Um, yeah, but
1: who's he? To, who's he? Who's he? Hey, listen, if they got him, if Woodley can just uh, throw a decent boxing uppercut and not an MMA uppercut, um, he can put him out real quick. I, I think. I, I see him getting him out of real, real quick. If he just land one. One or two uppercuts when he comes in and throws that shot, and he's looking down, and he comes underneath. I can, get, I think, I can get him out of there quick.
0: I don't know. I'm trying to look right now. Obviously, everything is coming up as Mayweather. Um. Hmm. I feel like it might be on his Instagram, but I don't see. I don't see anything about who he's actually training with.
1: Yeah, I forget. I just, I just saw again. I was watching a little bit of the All Access, and, and I, I forgot. Um, but it's, it's, it's a real boxing guy. It's someone who's been around. It's a, it's a big name. It's someone who's been around for a while. I just, I don't know. I'm having like a brain fart. But they, that here's the thing. Again, Tyron Woodley is not a polished boxer. He's never done this before. But because Jake Paul is new to it and he's sloppy and stiff. You don't need a whole lot to, to take what you know about fighting in the MMA and do enough to land, to know how to throw a couple of clean shots, a couple of nice counters. Like I, I think that's possible that in that amount of, in this amount of time that he's had training that Woodley can learn how to throw a few shots correctly to counter some of, Jake Paul's really terrible, ugly, wild shots. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I mean, look, I, I think it's going to be a knockout. I think Woodley's going to knock him out, and I think he's going to knock him out early.
0: I just uh, – worst case, I hope he fucking knocks him down once. I think Jake – I think that if Jake gets knocked down at least once, I think – I just want to see the kid suffer for a little bit. I need, I need to see this kid, like get- – I, no, I, I think
1: he's going to put him to sleep. Um, like, like, look, again, with Woodley not being a boxer, not knowing how to move his head, I could definitely see a scenario in which Paul lands at heavy right hand and puts Woodley to sleep. But I'm counting on – the odds are in Woodley's favor because –
0: I know this for a fact. I think really. he's going
1: to do. I think he's going to be able to defend more of those shots, yeah. and he's going to land more of his own. Yeah. So I think the odds are in his. And I think
0: to- I think I said this about Askrin, but I, I I was wrong. But I, I really I've I've seen Woodley take those shots. Like I've truly seen Woodley take those shots, and like you said, give them back. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. And Askren, no matter what, wasn't going to have the, the the output or the power to really do anything. Whereas Woodley has both and he's taken those shots and giving it back, like you said, and with he, return fire.
1: And if you look back at the, the Nate Robinson fight, like as ugly as Nate Robinson was throwing shots, some of those shots got in there. Yeah. And Jake Paul's defense is non existent. Yeah. Again, he's so, like, I was watching him jump rope. I, but his hips and his knees look so, he looked like a robot.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, and this guy thinks he's good. This game really thinks he's good. Uh, he's so stiff. So I, I, just, I just think it's, it's a numbers thing. I just, I just think Woodley, the odds are in favor of him landing more shots, and the shots that he lands are going to be more effective. Uh, yeah. I, I think he's going to knock him out early, man, like within the first few rounds, to be honest with you.
0: alright I'm going to go with Tyron Woodley. Third round. TKO. I hope he fucking flatlines the guy. But
1: I, I don't know. I don't know what the odds are in, in Vegas. But there team. is no fucking way this is going a full ten or twelve rounds or whatever. there's no. Either oh. neither of these guys have the gas to box to really box for more than like five or six rounds. Neither of them. I don't care how athletic Woodley is. It's a different animal. This dude is not in there throwing punches and bouncing around on his toes for more than five six rounds. No way. So. Somebody's getting knocked the fuck out. I think it's going to be.
0: I gotta see. Let's see if it's on here. Jake okay. boxing All right, so here we go. Woodley is a plus one fifty five. Jake Paul is minus one ninety. So we got. That's actually. That's that's, that's some bet odds. Um. All right, so. Who, Woodley versus Paul, when will the fight end? Round one is 450. These are plus, by the way. Round two is 450. Round three is 450. Round four is 550. Round five is 700. Round six is 900. Round seven is 1,200. Round eight is 1,800. The fight goes the distance is plus 600, which doesn't really make sense. Um, Let's see. Jake Paul to win in rounds one and two is plus 300. Woodley to win in round one and two is plus 650. Damn. I'm trying to see what else there is. Woodley by KO, TKO, or DQ one, plus one 175. Paul by KO, TKO, or DQ is minus 165. So they think he's going to knock it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, but those, those are very close. Like, that's pretty close to being even. I mean minus 165 is not a huge favorite.
0: But it's big enough in this to say that Woodley's a uh they 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 do think he's they they think Paul is gonna knock him out and I think it's gonna be in the first three rounds.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually I think the first two rounds. So But,
1: yeah, but here's the thing. This is the way that it works. All that means is that all the money is being put on Jake Paul.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's all that means. Yeah. And who is the more popular person? Who has the fan base that's probably put money on? Jake Paul.
0: I'd be interested. I'm going to look that. And and
1: that's that's the thing, though. You can almost, like, I'd be interested to see how much of, like, what is the biggest bet put on Jake Paul and how much money is being put on Paul Cause that'll tell you how, what the numbers really look like. Yeah. Cause he's not that big of a favorite. And it just, that just tells you that the money is being put on it.
0: I'm interested to see what yeah. Friday night comes around, uh, what those odds look like. Cause I, I feel like there'll be a heavy, uh, cause I feel like this is going to be a fight. Cause even I was, I, when I saw this fight and I'm paying attention each week and I think, yeah, I you know. I saw this fight and I was like, Oh shit, that's this weekend. So like, I think that's going to be a fight that like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, as the hype builds a little bit, it's gonna be like, oh shit, that fights this weekend. There's gonna be a lot of MMA guys and a lot of betters who see that plus money on Woodley, and they're gonna be like, oh okay. So I'm interested to see how that ends up.
1: I, I would I would venture to guess that the numbers will even out a little more because I think some of the I think someone people are gonna see that like oh, oh my god, look at the money I could win if I bet on Woodley, yeah. and a lot of money is gonna be put on Woodley. So I think those numbers are gonna even out. Um, and and again, because it's so close. Um That tells you that Vegas themselves, whatever it opened up at, was probably put pretty close to even.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see what the hell Woodley's happens.
1: Woodley is not, not going to do out, man. Like, I, if I had, if I had a bunch of money to put on, I, I'd put a bunch of money on. There's, there's no way Jake Paul is getting out of here.
0: Yeah, alive. He's getting fucked up. I, he better at least walk out with something broken. That's all I want to say. Um, but that's it for this week. I don't think there's anything else, right? No other boxing. Uh, no. Nope. So, that's it for this week. The big fight of the weekend, Walt Paul versus Woodley. We're both saying knockouts. Uh I said, what'd you say? Second round?
1: Uh within three rounds. Within three
0: rounds. I'm going to go with the third round. I'll just give it a specific one. Uh then we got Edson barbosa I'm going with a unanimous decision. And uh yeah, so Again, any fighters, any fights, anything upcoming? We're forgetting the biggest, most important bit of
1: information is that Canelo and... Oh, okay. November 6th.
0: November Uh, 6th, Canelo Alvarez, Caleb Plant. Undisputed.
1: Canelo officially becomes the undisputed super middleweight champion of the world.
0: Essentially. I had a couple conversations with some people. They think Caleb's got a chance. I think no such yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: well, I, I could tell you, I don't know who you were talking to, and no disrespect to him, but they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> so, if you bring them on the fucking podcast, I'll
0: let them know. I Yeah, I think that... Uh, Caleb's just not... He hasn't fought anybody. That's it. He just hasn't fought anybody, at least... And at no matter what, even if he did, he didn't fight anybody on Canelo's level. He looked like shit his last fight. The um,
1: experience isn't there, and he... It Has not, again, I don't, I said this to, uh, oh, I said this to my partner the other day. He just, I don't know. No one knows if, if he fights up, if he performs up to the level of his competition. But we do know that he performs down to the level of his competition. Yep. Um, and with the reason we don't know if he performs up is because he's fought nothing but bums.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and we know for a fact that Canelo brings it when he's supposed to bring it. Caleb plant tends to take his foot off the gas at pivotal moments of the fight. And when he does that, he's going to get fucking rocked. And, and that's the thing. I've seen Caleb plant get touched up by dudes that shouldn't be touching him. So I was
0: just going to say that if he makes the mistakes he made last fight, his face is going to be, he's going to be face first ass up on the fucking canvas, <laughs> And it's not going to look pretty.
1: I mean, listen, my early prediction, and I'm going to say this now, because again, we're a couple months away. I don't think it's going to change but i'm going i'm going canelo in a seventh round knockout like that's my early prediction right now and right, we'll see how much it changes in a couple months but
0: yeah so right. I just i want to be
1: on record saying that
0: yeah we're going we're going to have an no not survivable yeah i don't think he's going to make it through either i think he gets touched too much but we'll get there we'll we'll watch some of the training we'll see the the lead up what goes on we'll get all hyped yeah, we'll get all hyped and we'll talk about it. But
1: we'll we'll hear all these analysts talk about who Caleb Plant is going to win. Chris Mannix, gonna have, okay, Chris, Chris Mannix is probably going to have Chris. Chris is probably going to have the fucking fight scored for Caleb Plant before they even start the fight.
0: I know, he's he's probably already got a couple points for Caleb yeah. Plant every round or every uh, every training video he sees. He's going to add a couple more. Like we're going to have any more celebrity
1: fights. Like let's get Chris Mannix and get beat up by somebody. I hate his face.
0: Yeah, there's a fucking Lamar Odoms fighting again soon. <laughs> Oh, it's so stupid. The celebrity boxing shit is unreal. Um, but if there's any other fighters, real fighters that you want us to watch, we don't want any of that fake shit. Um, let us know. Any fights, check them out. We'll do what we got to do. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.